If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply feel discouraged or even defeated, and if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then the Zen Success Show is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa Sims. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Sue Mortar. Hi, Dr. Sue. Hello there. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. Let me share a little bit about Dr. Sue. Dr. Sue is the USA Today bestselling, number one bestselling LA Times and number one Amazon bestselling author of The Energy Codes, The Seven Step System to Awaken Your Spirit, Heal Your Body, and Live Your Best Life. Through the energy codes, Dr. Sue provides techniques to activate untapped energy and neurocircuitry in the body, empower hidden potential, and become one's true essential self. She is the founder and creator of the globally taught coursework, The Energy Codes, a multi-level body of work on personal and spiritual development. Dr. Sue also created the Body Awake certified yoga program. It is co-creator of the bioenergetic synchronization technique best. She has served on professional licensing boards. That's amazing. I'm so glad they're embracing you and your work, providing guidance to healthcare practitioners on integrative approaches to healthcare leadership. Dr. Sue is also adjunct faculty at two medical schools at Michigan State University and AAU school classified as one of the top universities in the world. That's incredible. All of you aspiring medical students, make a note, Michigan State University, <laughs> University, <laughs> gonna go there. Okay, Dr. Sue <laughs> is the host of Gaia TV's Healing Matrix and co-host of Your Year of Miracles, lifestyle training. Dr. Sue was recently honored for outstanding achievements as a member of the Transformational Leadership Council. Welcome, Dr. Sue. Mm, my pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Love to get into these conversations. And so I look forward to seeing where we get to go today. Yes. Amazing. I first heard about you through a friend. She is a best practitioner. And this was about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I also attended Agape. So I knew about you through Reverend Michael Beckwith and I sang in the mm -hmm. choir. So uh, you have been in my sphere of influence. And then I had the opportunity to interview you for the Global Oneness conference and summit. So it's been amazing to connect with you. Yes. It, you know, our, our paths continue to cross because of this common interest. And uh, we know that there is a deeper meaning to life and we're interested and we're inquiring and we're engaging in those ways. And so our paths cross. And the same is true for the people that are here today, just because of that common vibrational frequency that streams us into a community. And by doing so, we enhance each other and allow for this greater truth to rise up and have a voice and have some breath and have some robustness so that it can make its way in the world. And, you know, thank goodness, right? <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Yes. And it's no accident if you're listening today for the wisdom, listen to the wisdom Dr. Sue has and see if there's a deeper meaning for you and something that you need to move forward in your life. And maybe it's buying one of her books. <laughs> uh, she's got many, but buying her recent book, The Energy Codes, or buying one of her workshops or signing up for her membership. Uh, I mean, I don't always lead in with that, but I just like felt called to, you know, just really listen and feel mm -hmm. like if you want to go further with Dr. Sue, 
And I want to go into healing because I know you're passionate about that as am I. Do you believe that everyone has the power to heal themselves? Oh, yes, definitely. There's not a doubt in uh, in my world that people have the ability to heal themselves. I, I have only ever used natural healing techniques that were um, that are based in energy and energy flow and movement. And, and I've spent a lifetime in research, uh, regarding how our thoughts and our disposition, our beliefs about ourselves and how we navigate in the world, how we process information, what our come from is, has everything to do with how the energy can flow through our body. And if the energy is flowing through our body, we self heal. And if the energy gets blocked, we stop healing. And so the reason that most people would doubt whether they have the ability to heal something is because, number one, they're not educated along these lines. They just haven't been exposed to the information. And number two, their energy might be bogged down so much that even if they've tried a few techniques here and there and they haven't gotten the results, uh, they begin to assume that, well, I just have some situation going on that needs something different than that. Um, it's not the case. What what we need is to learn how to address a variety of things at the same time so that we can build enough momentum for a shift in our health and our vitality. And uh, the body is definitely built to allow for that as long as we're not convincing our body that there's some stress that we need to be running from or fighting. Um, and, and as soon as the system recognizes that there is no emergency actually at hand, it immediately starts healing. Yeah, that's where people get tripped up. But the short answer to your question would be absolutely. People have the ability to heal. Yeah, that's incredible. And just commenting on what you said, you've always used natural ways of healing. Can you dive mm -hmm. into that a little bit more? So mm -hmm. any type of illness or can you share an example of how this worked in your own life? Sure. So I've never gone to the doctor and said, okay, I have these symptoms. And then mm. doctor writes me a prescription. And then I go to the pharmacy and fulfill that prescription, go home and take a pill to, to get it. It's never, I've never done that. And so the, the reason I've never done that is I was raised by a pioneer in the world, in the world of energy medicine. And wow, aren't you and, lucky? Yeah. So it was my upbringing. And so I saw not only all the patients that my father was working with or the people that would travel from around the world to be treated by him, listen to his conversations, but it was just like how we were raised. It was like the system that we were in. And so when I got a headache, I knew what to do to relieve it. If I had a respiratory issue coming on, I knew what to do to either prevent it and stop it, or if it got a hold of me because I was stressing or worrying or something along those lines um, and depleting my immunity and my body's ability to self-heal and self-regulate, um, then I knew what to do to at least get through it um, and get to the other side with ease and with flow so that I wasn't just like taken out uh, the way that we sometimes feel. And so all of it has to do, as I mentioned earlier, with the energy that moves through our system is designed to be in a flow, just like your blood is supposed to be circulating. If, it, if the blood system bogs down, uh, we get into trouble. Tissues begin to necrose or they start to become diseased. And the same thing is true if the energy isn't flowing. It's a very similar system. So, so we have to learn how to manage it. Now, the interesting thing is when we get stressed or upset or we obsess about something or we just flat think that we're not enough. And so we're constantly proving and validating that that's true by, you know, by shutting ourselves down or not showing up for things or just having a different come from in life. What happens is that energy system just sort of short circuits. It starts shutting things down and trying to survive. And so uh, what we have to do is learn how to turn it back on again. And, and so I have loads of practices that I do for different things and, and things that I do to be preemptive and to keep my system running, you know, on cue and with vitality and uh, replenishing immunity and and those types of things. So I'm happy to go into examples. You just tell me where, where we want to oh, go. Yeah, We're going to go into it, but I just want to say, 
I don't know why this is coming up, but I just feel like you're beautiful inside and out. It feels like you're ageless. So whatever you're doing is working. I mean, it's like what you're saying, vitality and, and being proactive, being preventative. Uh, I'm sure you have some amazing techniques for that as well to be forever young, like the yes. way you look. It, 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 You know, we're made of energy and and the facts about energy is that energy cannot be created or destroyed period. And that's the world of science. Science would describe it that way. And the world of spirituality would say, you are spirit and spirit is mm. eternal. And so, uh, you know, what I started doing was recognizing if those facts are both true and they are, um, then how can I live into that? How can I bring that to life instead of it being a theory? How can I just start to engage as if it's true? And so what I recognized is that the less I think about things and the more I trust what's moving in me, what I feel as, as most people would refer to it as a hunch or a gut feeling or this inner voice or that type of thing. If I could put a megaphone on that inner voice, and if I could turn on the spotlight on that gut feeling, and if I could allow that heart of hearts, deep personal desire to be valid, then what would happen is a new version of me would start to blossom and that's what's happening in my life. And every year I literally feel like I have my arms wrapped around more, understanding more. I'm able to help people in additional and additional ways constantly. And I'm healing things. I healed a scoliosis in my spine. I healed a pattern of migraine headaches. So when I have injuries, I can heal them without the traditional methods you know, most often broken bones and such, I've been able to work with getting the energy moving through these, these accidents or these incidents or these injuries in a way that allows the tissues to just do what they're built to do. But what usually happens is we have an accident, we injure ourselves and we think, oh no, it's not going to be good. I'm never going to be the same. Or what if I can't heal from this? Or all those types of energy, energetic inputs that we put into the situation have an impact. And the subconscious has no choice but to respond to what we're thinking in our minds, what we're doing. And so what happens is it begins responding as if your worst fear is a possibility, a real possibility. Mm -hmm. And so it starts producing the chemistries. It starts generating the neurotransmission. It starts activating muscles and organs and glands in accordance with, okay, here comes the worst. And all the while, who's to say you were supposed to head down that road? What if you were supposed to have that accident, be bruised up or banged up or whatever happened, and then overnight, begin replenishing and rejuvenating and be flexible and pliable and be able to fluidly move into the next day as if, you know, whoo, that was, you know, nothing. And, mm. and I don't mean to make light of things, but what I know is that people make heavy of things a lot. People are drawn to the worst case scenario. They are interested in, oh my God, what might happen? We go to it instantly as a means of protection but it wastes a lot of our resources and we end up fighting bears or dealing with emergency situations that aren't as bad as they really needed to be if we didn't get overly emotional and overly dramatic. So I'm not saying shut down your emotions. If you have them, feel them. But there are certainly some things that we can do and maybe we'll do some here today together to oh work with those energies instead of letting them get the best of you and bog you down because there's another way there's a free way to flow with what's happening in life and allow it to support you instead of feeling like it's you know it's trying to take you out or take you down and you know it's it's right now in our lives is mm, it's time it's time for us to learn how to do what we're talking about because the outer world is less reliable than it's ever been because one minute you hear this and the next minute you hear this and the next minute you hear that's not true and then that's not true and nothing's true. And, and so the mind just gets confused. And what I feel that is doing is just begging us to go inside and decide for ourselves what we feel is true for us and right for us and to action on that. It will evolve us, it will change us, it will generate fourth dimensional beings out of us instead of five sensory stimulus response survivor people. And 
you know, it's a lot more fun living that way for sure. So we yes. can definitely dig in. Yes. Oh, wow. So much more fun and vibrant and alive. And I just really resonate with what you're saying. My heart is expanding. I feel Uh like you're part inspirational speaker and part spiritual scientist. Has anyone ever Uh called you spiritual scientist? Because Uh I love how you apply, like you show the results of Mm. the science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Spiritual scientists, maybe, but I love hearing it from you. Um, okay. You know, I've definitely been told that from scientists that they love that we're cutting edge scientists, that they love that I bring the spiritual component into mm. the conversation because it completes their study and they, it gives them an understanding of many of the findings that they're finding that allows things to kind of harmonize out and most importantly, become applicable. You know, we have scientific research that that is what it is and it tells a story. But if people don't know how to take that and utilize it for their good and to actually implement it or apply it, then it doesn't do us as much good to know all this information, uh, you know, in the first place. So, so I, I come from a clinical environment. My dad was a clinician. He worked with people. He wasn't just a scientist. And so it's, you know, it's definitely in my genetic makeup and in my environmental influence uh, as well. And I love putting it together for people with heart and meaning and getting the outcomes that are essential for our very reason for being here, right? We, we need to get results or it's just another theory. And then people get afraid and they get frustrated because- they feel like, you know, nothing's ever going to change and it's not true. It does, certainly doesn't have to, to be like that at all. So, okay. Spiritual. Yeah, science. you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good tagline. What, I mean, what? have people ever said to you, well, that might be the case for you, but I'm not like that. Or I don't know how I could ever be like that because they weren't raised that way. I mean, a lot of society is really focused on if you have a broken bone, you go to the ER, you go to the emergency room and you get it fixed. So what do you say to people that uh, respond to you with that? Sure. You know, now, so broken bones, that's pretty up there. You know, that's pretty like, (laughs) That's like high Um, level spiritual (laughs) healing. Okay. I know I'm going extreme here. Okay. Maybe we start with a headache. Start with a headache. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's start with a headache. Okay. So, so, you know, first of all, the, the, the broken bones were compression fractures. They weren't like broken bones this way, but they were like dense where the periosteum is, you know, but it would have been immobilized with a cast or, or, uh, or, you know, significant bracing, et cetera. But I wanted to work through that in a different way. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind, but okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. But we do. I mean, if I was in a car accident and blood is shooting out of my body, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, go to work. I'm like, get me the ER and we'll deal with this later. Okay. Okay. So So we have some context here. Okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) But I do know this, people are on medications that they don't need to be on anymore. They don't need to be on them, but they need to know how to get their system running in a way that will allow them to relieve that pattern, that protocol to, to release it. And, and it's essential that we build up the correct healer within underneath that before they would even try to shift such things. Uh, Otherwise, if we're not doing this and we're not doing this, we have a problem. So I'm not saying that you know, our Western medical approaches are uh, inadequate. It's just that it's really designed to be used for, for emergency care. And we're supposed to be educating ourselves on, on what we call preventive care, but it's really just truly living into our full potential. When we start revealing our true magnificence, the body starts self-healing automatically. We're not setting out trying to prevent problems. I don't do that because if I was setting out every day to try to prevent disease, my mind would be on disease every day. And I, see. It from, and I don't even think about that. It's like, no, wait, what else can I be <laughs> What else can I discover? What else can I allow? What else can I let go of? What else can I birth into its place? And those are productive questions. And, and I really want people to learn how to feel and how to be safe feeling what they feel. A lot of people don't want to feel. So they live in their heads because they, because feeling emotional stuff is painful and and trusting all that is just too hard. And so they get up into their heads and they try to be smart and strategic and figure it out and outsmart, you know, or get ahead of the game or, 
what have you. And it works for like 20 or 30 or 40, even 40 years, sometimes even more than that, if somebody has a good genetic background, you know, like a strong, robust family background that uh, they were born into. Mm-hmm. But at the at some point, the system is going to give way. It's going to break down sooner than it should have because we're using our resources incorrectly. And so I love it that you are, I don't know how old you are, but you are in the age group that you are and that you're interested in this in such a deep level and that you have been for a while uh, because it's usually later in life that people start listening, you know, because they start noticing, oh God, what's going on here? Maybe I need to learn some more stuff about, about my ability to heal, etc. And so when people are younger and they're interested, they're, they're awake in this way, it's, it's preemptive automatically because you're going to educate yourself right into this fluidity without having to hit the wall before you start listening, you know? And so I'm just super grateful for what you're doing and bringing all of these kinds of conversations together for people. So, so let's take headaches for, okay. I love it because it's such a common issue that I feel like people are having. My friend had a migraine on Thanksgiving and couldn't make Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. Boy, do I know those days. Those were my days of the past. past. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So so let me first just establish, I want to show a little picture of something I use when yes. I'm doing my online classes. And I have like loads and loads of things, that, images that I create that I show people just to show them how the body system is working and, and what we can do to facilitate healing. So this is a, a flow of energy that comes from above the head, down through the body, hits the inner, hits the earth, turns and rises up again comes up and out through the top of the head and cycles around the outside of the body. And it recycles and recycles and recycles. And as long Mm -hmm. as that system is allowed to do that, you will self-heal. You will not be in pain. You will sleep well. You will have energy. You'll be focused. You'll have, you'll be optimistic. uh, You'll feel connected to source and, you know, lots of great stuff. Okay. So here's how most people are functioning. That energy comes down through the body, hits the earth, turns and rises up. And instead of being able to rise straight up through the body, it has to rise and go around various areas that we are shut down in. Either we've been shut down because of some past experience that we've had. So we're like, I'm never going to love again. That was too Mm. painful. Boom. Mm -hmm. Or I'm never going to trust this again because they duped me. Boom. Or I'm never going to be in relationship or I'm never going to go for it at work because it got ripped out from under my feet. And Mm. here I am, you know, splatted. And so in the moments that we are making conclusions like that, we're putting gaps in a super highway. It's like a big chunk of the road just washes away or gets like an earthquake happens and just pulls away part of the highway. So now here we are driving on this path and we have to go around those gaps. We have to go around where the circuitry is shut down. We have to go around our limiting beliefs or our conclusions that we have drawn. And so this is kind of demonstrating what happens energetically with those those ideas that we establish about ourselves, about life, about people uh, in general. So now what happens is this rising energy wobbles around these things. That wobbling rise creates a distortion in the energy field. Now, this person is standing in here inside of a distorted energy, looks out through a distorted view and thinks, the world is not safe. No one, you know, there are no opportunities for me. I'm not one of the lucky ones. This isn't going to work for me. Those are natural thoughts when we're living inside of a distorted field. So we're then attracted to other distorted fields that help us sort of balance things out. And, Mm. you know, the real problem is that feels great in the beginning, but it's, uh, but then when we start healing, uh, it doesn't work. We start bouncing off of, of the individuals that we're in relationship with or what have you. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> like, oh, pick me. That's, yeah. that's happening right. to me. Yeah. For so those who can't see the chart, it, oh, okay. it says bio, it says uh, a flow of bioenergetics for healing. Yeah. That's it. Flow okay. of bioenergetics for healing. Okay. So the energy comes down through the body, hits the earth, turns, comes up through the body, comes out the top of the head and cycles around the outside of the body. It comes back in at the tip of the spine at the bottom, and it comes up through the body and out through the top of the head and recycles and recycles and recycles. Okay. Mm. So here's how this relates to headaches. 
All right. That, oh, that's good. We're way. going tying it back. To yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to get to the headache answer. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so the energy flows this way from, from, from tail to head. Okay. And, and, and then it comes out of the head and cycles around the outside of the body and comes back in here. So if we have a blockage at the heart level, then we're going to, the energy is going to backlog into the stomach. And we're going to have mm. stomach problems. If we have a blockage at the stomach level, the energy is going to backlog down into the low back and somebody's going to have low back and hip issues or knee or leg. Really? Or okay. Yeah. So wow. if we keep going up or down, wherever this is, if we have a blockage in the throat, we're going to have heart issues. We're going to have chest pain and neck pain, that kind of stuff. It backlogs, okay? Because the energy can't escape and keep doing what it's trying to do. It like hits this dam in the river and it starts building and building and building, okay? So if we have headaches, it's because there's a blockage further along the line. There's a blockage at the root system if we, because the energy can't get out of the head and cycle around into the root. So most people have no idea that there's a blockage at the base of their spine that's contributing to their headaches. Now, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I had, had no, no idea. idea. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. So when I was living with headaches for decades, I would go to the office and be able to help other people with my migraine headaches, or with their migraine headaches, but I couldn't help myself with my own. And so I started realizing after I started missing work a, a day or two a week for about a six or eight month period, I, I decided when I could go to work, I needed to start listening to what I was saying to these people mm. that they were doing and it was helping them because I could help them with their migraines. And so I started listening and I realized that I wasn't doing what I was sharing. So I started ah. doing that. And I've been there too yeah, <laughs> with my yeah. clients. I can learn so much from what I teach them. <laughs> so totally what's going on, right? So, so, so this backlog at the root system. So if someone doesn't have confidence in themselves, mm. then they overthink and they overthink and it builds that energy even more. But the reason they don't have confidence in themselves is because at the root chakra level, they're not grounded and integrated. It's not turned on. The root chakra energies aren't enlivened. And so that energy is backing up into the head. And that even makes them think more and overthink and overanalyze and live in their heads because they don't feel connected. Mm. So, so what we have to do is start to recognize how we can start to move these energies through the system again. So the same is true with chest pain, with back pain, with stomach pain, you know, with shoulder pain, all of it is because of energy getting backlogged because of a blockage. And so the number one reason for the blockages in the first place, no matter where they are in your system, is unresolved emotion. Mm. Unresolved emotion. Something happens. So like unexpressed yeah. or yeah. not healed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've, you've experienced something and you don't know how to handle it. So you shove it under the rug and there it sits and mm -hmm. there it sits and there it sits. And it starts creating these, these shut down areas where we're mm -hmm. just shoving it in, you know, just, just packing it in there. It becomes too compressed and the energy can't move through the area anymore because we're overly compressing its pathway. We're squeezing it down. So what we want to do is start to allow for this flow again. And so we can use the body to do that. So I have some ideas about some things that we could do right now to help. Yeah, you want to you want to do it right now. It, it, now I was just okay. curious before we yeah. do this, did yeah. did you start practicing this? And how long did it take for your migraines to go yeah. away? Like what was? So you realize that you need to start doing this. Was it a one time? Was it weeks? What so I, I realized I had to start doing this and then I had to figure out how to, to, to do it. And, and I recognized that if I could get in my body, instead of living in my head, I could have so much more power to move mm. this kind of energy, you know, mm. about, about five years prior to that, uh, I had this experience where I kind of lit up in meditation to this higher self level. 
here we are as human beings doing our thing with that whole toric field that we've been looking at. Wow. And we have a higher state of consciousness that we call our higher self or the soulful self, etc. And I I lit up here. I had in a meditation a life-changing um, experience. I could see in every direction, the same above, below, behind, in front, left and right. I was in a light 10 times brighter than the brightest day in the desert that I had ever seen. And I could see the earth beneath me um, about the size of a marble. It was so far down there. And I was exalted that high. And everywhere I looked was this beautiful, iridescent, pink, translucent light, this brilliant, bright mm -hmm. light. And and this horizon that would rise and fall every time I took a breath, just rise mm -hmm. up and and lower. And I knew that this was the truth of every one of us. I, I was me. I had free will. I could look around in different directions, um, but I wasn't in a body. I was just this ray of light. And I knew that this was true about all of us. When I landed in this place, it was like I it was, oh, this is who we are. I had no idea that this is the truth. And this, this thing down there on earth is just what we're doing, but this is who we are. This is what mm. we're doing. This is who we are. And this is what we're doing. So mm. when I started to recognize that it, it changed, it changed my perception on the world. But, but what didn't happen is I didn't know how to embody that. When I came out of that meditative state and I looked around, I was like, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, how, what do I do with this? And it became my life. I I started studying everything I could and finding and researching within myself how to reproduce it, how to get back to that state. <clears throat> and I figured out how to do it, but it took me years to do. Mm. I figured out how to do it is when my headaches went away. And so I started teaching patients what I was learning because I wanted their headaches to go away faster or their back pain or their stomach ulcers or their, you know, or their depression from their divorce and so forth. And so, so I started teaching them the things that I was learning. And that's what I ended up putting in the book, the energy codes, because I codified what was working for people. And so in a step-by-step -step process, people can go through this. So I can tell you that some people start doing these things and immediately it, it just, it just, because that's what, that's what was needed. And in I some see. cases, people, people have to do it for a while because they also have to learn what they're doing with their mind that keeps reproducing the problem. Right. Mm. So they can fix it, but then they then they knock it out of, you know, out of balance again and then they get in there and align it. But then they keep pulling themselves out of balance. And so also what I have in the book is and in all my coursework that I teach is a real emphasis on, OK, let's start to pay attention to how we're using our minds, what we're doing with our breath, how we're living in our bodies and put all that together so that we can truly make a difference in a short and appreciable amount of time, not only with the symptoms that we're trying to change, but the cause of those symptoms. And most importantly, not only with just health issues, but with everything, with our mm. success, with our ability to manifest, with our ability to tolerate intimacy without it freaking us out and to love again and to open up and to embrace our empowerment and our magnificence. You know, we have we have a lot of facets to us and they all need to be tuned into each other and working in tandem to get down the road, in a in a life experience that is enjoyable and joyous, not just like trying to get by and trying to get mm -hmm. through. So so some people respond with their symptoms instantly the moment they start working mm. with them. Some of them within a matter of days, some of them within weeks, some of them, it takes a little longer because they've been living in their head so long, they can't even feel in their body for the things that we're, we're, we're working with. And that's okay. We have ways of teaching people to work with it um, that don't require your ability to feel in your body uh, right away if that's not something that your system is acclimated to, used to. So mm. all part of the healing process. You know, people think that we're here and that we need to enlighten what I, you know, become enlightened. But what I learned was we are the light and our journey is to is to embody. We come to the physical dimension to embody, to come here fully. And if we come mm. here fully, this thing works really well. 
But if we only come part way with parts of us in here, then we're dealing with a feeling of inadequacy. The reason people walk around feeling like they're not enough or they get intimidated so easily is because they're not fully in their body. If they were mm -hmm. fully in their body, they would be everything that is. You know, when you, you look at this from another perspective, uh, we are we are the universe itself right here. The unified field compresses into this channel and cycles like that whole system. And you are this compressed into a body. That's what's going on. And in the midst of that, we compress into this funnel, into this channel. We hit the earth. We rise up and recycle. And then we project our dreams and our desires and our original medicine out into the world and, you know, onto this movie screen. Like if my hand is a movie screen, we're projecting onto this movie screen. And that's the experience that we're having in this life. So mm -hmm. if we're not liking that experience, we have to get better at building the circuitry in here that can project a comprehensive, beautiful movie out in front of us so that we love the life that we're living. So. Yeah, that's beautiful. Would you say that that experience, I mean, that experience that you had is so amazing. I mean, it sounds psychedelic. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, <laughs> just going to call it out. Like it you wasn't, took it does sound psychedelic. It wasn't, <laughs> I didn't use anything. I know, I believe no. you. Yeah. But it's, it sounds also like a near death experience, but, but a lot higher. I mean, because people say they're going into the light, but it was like you felt that you were the light, you were everything. So it was different in that sense. Did you feel that experience led you or inspired you to write the energy codes? Was there something downloaded to you from that? 100%. That's oh. what the energy codes are. 100%. The only reason I don't say it like that, and I'm happy to. Oh, okay. Uh, is, see, here you go. Here's another one. Good, good one. Yeah. Um, spiritual scientist and completely <laughs> download inspiration and in the energy codes. That's it. That's us today. So, <laughs> right? Awesome. Oh, yeah. So, so here is this, that it was a download, but it downloaded into a system that was trained as a scientist. And so it was blowing my mind because it didn't make logical sense at all. It was like, that, that, that doesn't happen. This can't, what's the, where's that? What's that? And so I started living into it because I knew it was more real than this world that I came mm. back to. I was so transformed by it. It, it was so multidimensional that when I looked at people, you know how when you look at a photograph of someone, how it looks flat uh -huh. compared to the person standing there? Yeah, because yeah. It's a, it's a two-dimensional thing on right. for a three-dimensional reality. Well, this three-dimensional reality was very flat compared to where I had been. I, I was walking around. It felt like I was walking around in a world of paper dolls for like months. Because <laughs> oh my it, God, that's kind I of know. creepy. It, it blew my circuits. It was... <laughs> It was wild, wild. Wow. I thought I was losing my mind. But what was happening is I was expanding my consciousness and my brain and, and nervous system was just catching up. It just took me a while to catch up, just like it takes a newborn a while to catch up when, they, when they're birthed into this world, how they're, they're so illuminated and they look so glowing and filled with love and they look at you, but they kind of look through you because they're trying to acclimate mm. to where in the world they are because it's not the same as where they just were. And so it's sort of like we birth ourselves into new realities. Now, the good news is what I learned was embodying grounded it grounded okay. all of that and integrated it. And I was able to use that power for healing. And I was able to teach other people how to do the same thing. And that's what I've been doing for the last 24 years since that has happened. And, and it's been a most amazing life to turn this on in people and watch them start to put the pieces together and start to change their lives so dramatically because they get it. And they're not letting life have a hold of them. They're turning it into something that serves them instead of buckles them over and takes them out of the game because of the dramas and the traumas and the challenges that happen in human life, right? So mm. we have the capacity to, to turn it into something beautiful, no matter what it is. We just have to learn that whole perspective. And that's what I'm teaching people in my coursework. 
Yeah, that's incredible. So something that's coming up for me is the matrix. So how sometimes people say we need to ascend the matrix. I kind of feel like when you were seeing these paper dolls that maybe you were seeing that. Um, Can you integrate that somehow um, and explain? Yeah. So we are not living in the only reality and Mm -hmm. you know the matrix is talking about there are multiple realities there are multiple levels of consciousness that that we can access and and actually we are intended to access them uh because we're made of all of it we exist from here all the way to here every level Mm -hmm. of consciousness in between and so uh, in esoteric teachings, they're always talking about, you know, ascended masters and Buddha consciousness and Christed consciousness and so on and on and on and on uh, along the way here from angels and archangels and all of that kind of stuff. And what it's all referencing is just various vibrational frequencies, just different energy frequencies of consciousness. Mm. And so so we exist in all of them. There's a I version see. of us that exists in all of them. So when people feel that they have like, a visit from an angel or they feel supported or guided by something. It's that part of their own consciousness that is lighting up their, their pieces and parts of them are starting to engage. And so when we can integrate and engage in all of them, then something really magical starts to happen in our lives. We start experiencing our timelessness and we start experiencing our unconditionality. We start experiencing our freedom and our ease and grace of letting go of things that have haunted us our whole lives. And and I experience this every day. In fact, I was just thinking about the the tremendous transformation in my own life in just this past year, you know, because it's coming around the holidays and so forth. And, yeah. and so you start taking this little inventory about things and, and, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to me. It's a quantum transformation in my own life in this last year, which I can say every year, but it's it's becoming so profound and it is 100% because of me utilizing the energy codes what i do to build the circuitry for integration of all these layers of consciousness and the freedom that we start experiencing is immense it's immense i was a shy kid i slept on the floor of my closet as a kid because i was so afraid and it was the only place i felt safe and I wouldn't speak if I was spoken to. I would cry. It was just it was terrible. It was terrifying to be me. And I grew up, you know, as I was growing up, I would push myself to get out there and participate in life, uh, you know, just because, you know, you had to. And it was traumatizing, but I did it and I was good at it. So, you know, there I did that a bunch and mm-hmm. I was in pain on the inside, but, you know, being successful on the outside and, you know, that finally was enough to, to, to buckle me over and start giving me migraine headaches. And so Mm. I sought out meditation as relief for my headaches. And then Mm. the next thing I know, boom, this lights up. So, wow, you're so lucky here based on experience and and a deep desire to help other people Mm -hmm. really find a version of themselves that is more uplifted and more free and more integrated and and uh, more able to heal itself because we are designed to do that. And if it's not happening, there's a reason. And so I love getting in there and just unpacking that and letting that energy flow again for people. So it's my, it's my great joy. Yeah. And it's like, look what this trauma or stress led you to this these migraines led you to this incredible spiritual experience and helping like millions of people. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing that your, your story, you know, and how you got into meditation and everything. That's so beautiful. And so I, I dearly thank my migraine headaches. They were one of the greatest gifts of my life. One of the greatest gifts of my life, some abuse in my childhood, one of the greatest gifts of my life. It really, it, pressed me toward wanting to learn about what is love, what really is it and mm-hmm. what is trust and what is that really and and, mm-hmm. and what matters most in life. And it started shaping me and waking me. And yet that last piece with those headaches was because that energy was just blocked on my own rootedness. Mm-hmm. And my root chakra was 
not lit up. I wasn't standing on my own. I was listening to, you know, everyone else for advice and for uh, approval and those kinds of things. And when I started to get a handle on that, everything changed, everything changed. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm teaching people how to do, how to get in their body, how to ignite each one of those levels of consciousness that are represented by their chakras and, Mm -hmm. Uh, and to really get a handle on themselves and to wake up to their empowered multidimensional selves. So you asked about the matrix. We are the living matrix and we utilize only a very, very small part of our consciousness. We're right here in this tiny little layer when we are that full spectrum of that image that I was sharing. And, and until we start really learning how to integrate mind and body and breath together uh, in the body, um, we will continue to suffer. The reason that we suffer is because we're not utilizing our full capacity, period. That's it. It's the Mm. only reason. And Mm. as we learn to do so, there are ways to learn to do so that are graceful and integrative and nurturing and allowing for a beautiful unfoldment into your magnificence. And if you don't do that, life is going to teach you anyway. And it will be through accidents and incidents and crises and horrific things. And if you, if you can take a hold of the situation and you can, and learn how to do it consciously and intentionally, then you don't have to wait for those cosmic two by fours to, you know, wake you up into uh, uh, another version of who you truly are. So Mm, that's such a good point. And like what you were saying earlier, being preventative. So, I mean, this book is, I feel it's my opinion. It can save your life because it can transcend whatever trauma that you might be suffering from now, stress, whatever it might be. For for me, I know I have changed a lot since 2020. I know that's been a long time, 2023, but I was diagnosed with cancer and similar thing, trapped trauma and experiences inside me that I was unwilling to bring to the surface or recognize, give them voice. So Mm -hmm. it was truly a gift. Like you said, your migraines were a gift. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely beautiful for you to be able to put those pieces together and to embrace it rather Mm -hmm. than run away from it or be defeated by it. That there's something that's trying to reveal to us, there's more to you there's more to you. You do not have to suppress these things. You're not supposed to, you're not intended to, you are meant to be free and to, to, to bring these things up and out and allow them to be integrated. And as we do, we start to experience just a a much greater version of who we are and what life really has to offer. Yeah. And speaking of that feeling free, how can we free ourselves from regrets or external judgments? Ah, beautiful. From external judgments. So here's what I know in that movie we were talking about that we're projecting. Yes. If we're judging ourselves, we project it onto the movie and it looks like other people are judging us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Going on. There's actually, you know, quantum science is teaching us that there's nobody out there. It's really just us. We're just here in this exercise of consciousness and all these people are representing different parts of consciousness. And our whole idea here is to- That's deep. It's very deep. It gets very deep. (laughs) And if I talk about that in my coursework, I explain it and I unpack it and everything. I don't want to just drop the bomb there. But but I do want us to realize that life is a reflection of what our outer world is a reflection of what's going on in our inner world. And Mm -hmm. so if people are judging us on the outside, Uh, we are judging us on the inside Mm. if it's having an impact. So someone can judge me. And if I'm not judgmental of myself, their judgment of me, I will see that judgment as, wow, I wonder why they have to judge people. Huh? I wonder why they're in so much pain that they have to project that pain onto someone else. Mm. I wonder how I could help them. So if I'm integrated, that's how I'm going to receive that judgment has nothing to do with me. It's about, oh my gosh, 
Look at this person who's going around judging everybody. I wonder how much pain they must be in if they can't even tolerate all their pain. So they have to start spitting it on other people. Okay. Mm. Wow. That's some real pain. I wonder how my, I might be of service to them. I might, how I help, I might, how might I help them? How mm. might I be able to just, you know, be a friend to them or point it out in some loving way and be there for them to like unpack that. Now, if I'm not integrated, somebody judges me, oh, and it, you know, buckles me over. And, and so then that's a gift because if, if it buckled me over, it means, wow, I've been judging myself or because I, I don't know my magnificence. And the only way I wouldn't know my own magnificence is, is if I'm self-judging. So if I'm having an opinion about myself and judging myself or not allowing myself to be whole and complete and alive and worthy and equal shoulder to shoulder with the world out here, then when someone judges me, it's going to tap that nerve in me. Mm. It's going to tap the gap in me. That's what it's doing. It's tapping this gap here. It's saying, hey, have you noticed? Do you realize? Do you remember? Can you please do something about this? That's what the whole life system is trying to do for us. Like you got to tend to that. So if someone judges you and it affects you, it's your gift. And what I'd love to do is teach you what to do with that. If you could ask yourself, where in my body am I activated when this person judges me? Where, where does it get me? Do I get mm. a knot in my stomach? Do I get a lump in my throat? Do I get tightness in my chest? Because Wherever it's affecting me is mm -hmm. a specific reflection on what part of my consciousness is needing to be embodied and integrated. If it's my loving, compassionate self, if it's my wisdom piece, if it's my personal power, if it's my voice in the world, if it's my understanding of my multidimensionality, it's something is going to be activated when I get judged if I'm not integrated. And mm -hmm. I can use my body to show my mind where I need to go to work on me specifically on a priority basis. And that's the beauty of the mind and body and breath working together. But if they're not working together, the mind just goes, why are you judging me so bad? That is so hurtful. Why do you do that? Mm -hmm. and, and now we have an argument instead of a teaching, instead mm -hmm. of an awakening, or instead of a, a call for help that we recognize in the other person. And mm -hmm. so- so we're misinterpreting what's going on. We're misperceiving what's going on. If, if we're being affected by being externally judged, it means we have work to do on the yes. self. And it doesn't mean, hey, just go get your work done. It means, to me, it means, let me show you how to do that. Because yeah. it's step by step. It's easy to understand. It's easy to learn. And we just need to put the pieces together so that we can start using life to our advantage instead of being blown away by it when that happens. So you asked me about um, external judgment. And what was yeah. the other one you asked? Oh, about free from regret. So you did cover yeah. external judgments. And, and I just wanted to say, you know, it's interesting. I think as I have evolved, so, so say somebody is judging you, like my kids, well, they'll be mad or something and say, you're the worst mom ever. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at it because it doesn't really affect me now because I feel like I've ascended that. And yeah. then my kids later will say, um, oh, I'm so sorry, mom, you know, what or whatever it is. <laughs> so right. I, <laughs> so I don't know. It's just interesting because yeah. I'm, I'm like experiencing that judgment, but I'm not really feeling it. And I'm trying, well, I'm practicing unconditional love, right? I'm, I'm trying to just like send them love, but there still could be something that I'm judging within myself. That's why it's happening in my experience, right? Yes, that she's saying that. Yeah. It's going to keep showing up until we get yeah. to the bottom of it in here. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as we get to the bottom of it, it doesn't need to happen anymore. And so it doesn't. It's mm -hmm. not a in your life anymore. And if it yeah. does happen, you don't even notice it because <laughs> it's not on your radar because you've healed that. It's okay. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Okay. So the other thing I said was how can we free ourselves from regrets? Regrets. So, so regrets mean that we've, we've sold short some past situation. We've sold ourselves short. Regret means that that I don't remember that I showed up the best that I could in that moment. And so I'm judging myself that I should have been better. I should have handled it differently or they never should have done that or I never should have done that. And 
the reason that that starts to be a way of living for us is that we are not, again, we're not fully in the body, we're not integrated, and we're not able to see that everything that happens in our life is happening right on time, exactly mm. the way that it should happen to, to prod us into the next and the next and the next awakening that we're going to have. And if we are living in a trusted relationship with the universe, it's going to roll that way for us. We're going to feel, wow, I wish that had gone differently, but it, you know, it didn't. And so I'm going to get busy paying attention to what I got out of it or what I would do differently next time and, and move on and take it to the body in the same way that, that I invited everyone to take it to their body when they're being judged by someone, when they're being judged by themselves, where do I get activated mm. inside my system when I am regretting? Because the only reason mm. I'm holding on to something in the past is because I haven't awakened to something. Think about it this way. The subconscious will hold on to that until you get the gift out of it. So mm. we keep regretting it. We keep regretting or we keep grudging until we get the gift that it's trying to awaken us to. And once we get the gift, it's gone. We don't, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, where did that where did that go? I used to regret that. I used to feel really bad. I don't, oh. I barely remember it even happening, but oh. it haunted me. But when I finally get the gift, it's gone. Mm. So if regrets are there, there's still a gift inside of that, that you haven't discovered yet. You haven't unwrapped it. You haven't unpacked it yet. And so uh, guilt, regret, grudge, those kinds of energies, they're placeholders. They keep the situation close at hand until you get in there and get the gift out. And then it goes away. Then it just dissolves. But it stays so that you can evolve. It's mm -hmm. truly a, a backside of the model way of evolving. It's like the hard way, but it's a way that we evolve until we start to realize these things and work with them proactively the moment that we recognize it, we know what to do. We take it to the body. We, we squeeze these anchor points that I teach people and we start breathing and building circuitry so that that energy can flow again the way that it's supposed to. And mm. the next thing you know, we're integrated, we're empowered, we're awakening and we're getting younger and we're getting more joyous and more uh, enthusiastic and inspired about life. And we just kind of can't get enough of it because it's juicy and everything becomes material to work with. Instead, mm. something I've got to get through. It's like, oh, this is going to be good. How do I know? Because it's really got a hold of me. And I'm really upset. Mm. right? Now. So there's something really good in this one for me. And I'm I'm not going to let go until I find it. And and then I teach people how to find it, not just figure it out with their mind, but let their body and their mind and their mm. breath work together so that they pick up enough momentum to get to the bottom of it a lot faster. So well, I did want to ask you another question, but we only have about 30 seconds left. I told you I would end now. Okay. I wanted to ask about healing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wanted to ask if you feel like it's better to heal yourself, like teaching with the methods, like learn the methods from you, or do you feel like it's beneficial to work with a healer or a practitioner? You know, I love to teach people how to heal themselves. And yeah. then I teach them how to be practitioners because okay. we need both in the world. You need both. And, okay. And what I know Beautiful. is that I teach them to heal themselves and then I teach them how to go help other people. And when they start helping other people, it helps them even more because- yes because we see these real life experiences and we see these things come in front of us that we hear ourselves. Just like I said, you know, I started listening to what I was telling my patients and mm -hmm. I was able to heal myself because of what was happening in the dynamic exchange between me and my patients, you know, day after day after day. So both are very important. And I think first things first, I think really going to work on ourselves is is a beautiful place to start in the world. It's authentic. Mm -hmm. It will allow you to show up for patients or clients, whatever, uh, in a in a true blue way because you're walking your talk, and you know there's nothing like that. And it allows you to be free, and you know that you can handle things because you've healed them in yourself, or or you're healing them in yourself. You don't have to be squeaky figured all out, you know, and organized in in a in a hundred percent type of fashion before you begin to help other people, but you have to get you have to get aligned, really. I think we've seen enough um, teachers and 
and uh, officials and doctors that aren't walking their talk. Mm-hmm. They're trying to lead our societies, our communities, and it's not effective because they don't really, it's hollow. It's not really soulful and integrated. And I think we're evolving to a place where we're, it's just not acceptable for us to uh, to tolerate that anymore. We're, we're interested in yes. the real deal. <laughs> yes. So true. Well, it's been such a pleasure learning from you, connecting and hearing about the energy codes. And there's also a free gift, a free meditation from Dr. Sue. And I'll, I'll put that link in the show notes. It will help you ground and integrate the healing presence within you. So thanks so much for being on my show today, Dr. Sue. My great pleasure. It's always a joy to connect with you. So anytime, I'm happy to to come back and pick up where we left off. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen success journey and join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen success in life.